step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest stuff. The Ingenuity Show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Engineerdy Show. I'm Saint Jimmy. I'm Divity. I'm Master Zed. I almost forgot. Welcome to our show about culture, technology, news, and media. Our fake sponsor this week is Mood Food, the meal that changes colors based on your current feelings. I wonder if it changes the flavor too. Ooh, that, that would be. do. That would be more interesting than the color changing. <laughs> I don't like these What's green eggs and stomach? ham. Well, just you see in a bad mood. All your food turning brown. <laughs> Oh, so what's been going on? How's your winter? Warm. It's not snow. It's been really warm here. It did snow here, but it has also been warm. I left work today and it was like, I don't, I had pretty had a pretty light jacket anyway. And I'm like, I don't need a jacket. It's I didn't wear one today. 55 degrees. (laughs) That is stopping at gas. So I had to stand on the cold. Oh, it's fine. It didn't bother me. I'm like, well, yeah. I don't. I think as I get older, I'm affected by the the cold less. Yeah. People are like, how do you do that? It's like cheeseburgers, lots of cheeseburgers. <laughs> MJ, core. Yeah, MJ and I are opposites. She's getting more temperature sensitive as she gets older, <laughs> and I'm getting less. <laughs> Maybe all my um, sensory things are failing as I get older, and that's why I just can't feel it. You're. Body's just shutting down already. Which might like, explain something else that happened today. <gasps> um, we had another sensory experience today that didn't seem to affect me at all. You're blind. Which is really strange. Yeah, somebody you else can't is see blind. Anymore. Yep, that's right. Nope. No, it's taste or hotness or whatever. Taste or so pecan. We had a hot ones Pitude. challenge. Hot ones like you're eating wings. Well, I had just chicken pieces, but yeah. We did have wings. 
several several or seven different sauces Ooh. ranging from Frank's, which is four fifty on the Scoville, oh, up to a hundred thousand Scovilles, mm. which was a ghost pepper one. Interesting. And I was nervous at that one, but I did that. I was less bad for me than the previous one. <laughs> and I'm just looking you around. Everyone's sweating and like breathing hard. And I'm like, I feel May like I have, I have another... a slight case of heartburn. That's it. Are you? Well, you don't drink water, right? So maybe you're just I've not been drinking... hydrated enough to sweat. I've been drinking water this last four days where I am purchasing a Mountain Dew by drinking a glass of water beforehand. Mm. That's so, also a good way to not to have a hangover. Is it? Yeah, that's what I do. Big water between? One to one. Yep. One to one ratio. But I was worried about it because, I don't know, 25 years ago, I was at work <laughs> and a coworker was like, hey, I grew peppers in my garden. You should try one. I was like, no. And he talked me into it. <laughs> but he said, oh, this one's not bad. This little green one right here. Called the that for an hour, Reaper. I was like having liquid coming out of my head, like Whoa. uncontrollably. And did he also like, waterboard you? Had the shakes. Yeah, no, he did not. But it was I horrible. Used, so I I've avoid, to, I avoid yeah. hot things. I used to work with these gals that were from Thailand, and they would bring these little Tupperware containers with these cut up little green peppers, and they would munch on them. And so I tried one once. And it didn't taste hot in my mouth, but within like a minute, my stomach just hurt. Like <laughs> I felt, yeah, I just Ill. felt like a stomach it's like, like cramps. Yeah. So I, I want to talk strategies. Fine. Would if you were me, like normally at night, I'd take an antacid. Well, then if you were you, Harper, me and I were you, you'd be me. <laughs> you could do whatever you wanted with me. Oh. So, would you take an antacid tonight, or is having the stomach acid working at the sauces better? I would take an antacid. I would eat okay. more peppers. Eat more? Yes, if I were you. Oh, then Wait, each time we, we check one, back? we have to answer a trivia question, which I did. I think Master Zed won. I did. I only got three right. Yeah, five and a half. Well. Got a seven. Um, or eight. Seven. But it doesn't count because one of the questions was mine. So I actually only got two because <laughs> I knew the answer to the None of the questions one. were mine. So that's a, a D&D related question, which I guess would go nerd cred, I guess. But <laughs> it had to do with a first level fighter with 15th strength, rolled a nine for to attack a goblin. Did they hit him? Oh, you and had a typo yes. in your. Um, there was a typo in the question. And I called He didn't out. put all the question. I called out Brian, and he said he copied and pasted from your email. So he said the typo was yours. I don't think yours. he did. I'll don't check my email. Don't you need to know the goblins' armor? It was a, not technically a typo. It was a word usage. It was roles. Ooh, it was a grammar. So-and-so uh. roles, but it was R-O-L-E-S instead of R-O-L-L-S. Oh, that could have been my bad. But I'm pretty sure I put in there what the armor class of the goblin was. Oh, gotcha. Oh, well, that would have made it because easy. Because I looked it up later, and the armor class that I would found online when I was writing the question at work was different than what's in my dungeon mat or my uh, monster manual. That's a different kind of goblin. Apparently. Maybe one was a standard goblin and one was non-standard. I guess. 
Yeah, I hate when you've been working all day and you find out you've been using a non-standard goblin. <laughs> yeah, no one wants that. But I've, got to write, I've got to write a game for Saturday for our Harry Potter D&D running. Oh, yep. that's ideas, I'd but forgotten that it was Harry Potter D and D. So, mm. do you have your character? I guess would be a good question. I should ask everybody. I think we left. I give them. them. The, oh, are you sure? I might have them. I'll check. I'm pretty sure everyone was like, uh, "This is going in the box." Anyone that's seen my office should not give me things. <laughs> <laughs> H and the P to the D and D. I have another weird question. So we moved here and I went to register my car and mm-hmm. they gave me a one year registration on it because mm-hmm. I realized at the time uh, they told me, okay, does this credit union still have the title or are you still making payments? I'm like, no, I've owned that car for like 10 years. Like, so you oh, have we the need title. The, we need the title. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just moved. You couldn't find the title. Well, I, opened up boxes and I found what I thought was a title, but this was like a month and a half, two months ago. And so I'm sure I put it someplace safe. So then I went back yesterday and I had what I thought was a title because I looked through my desk and found something that had my car's information on it. So I just grabbed it. Much different than the registration that has been in my car up there for a long time. Looked different than that. So I brought that in and was like, oh, this, this is a, a title. This is just a recipe for chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. Work, please. How about bringing the cookies? <laughs> so I got turned away. Basically, this isn't the title. So I was like, I wonder if so I went and looked in our safe and I found an Idaho title. You so never... my car was never titled in a different state. Hmm. Interesting. Can you just if register I have the title, with that title? Maybe, maybe they let you do that. In other Does states. that have a lean, the lean on it still? No, I mean no. your current state. Just take that title in. It has my current state. Yeah, so I just could take it in. It's like here, look, I own the car. They might look it up and go, "Uh, this was." I don't know. It's a title. They, you have to redeem the title if you switch it. The other state shouldn't have given you the title, the other the Ido title no. back. Right. Weird. So I can't wait to see what happens. I'm going tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, our DMV gives lets you have appointments, so you can set uh, a time. Yeah, um, I went in last Friday to register our other three vehicles, and I was like, there was quite a line, and so they were like, okay, what do you have? They were checking people in line to see if anybody had anything easy. I was like, uh, I have three. <laughs> I've... Two titles. You got to get your odometer looked at, right? I have two titles, and two of them have had the odometer readings taken. We had a (laughs) cop come out to the house because I, my pickup currently, I haven't fixed the clutch on, so I can't drive it, and I don't want to ride my motorcycle downtown in this weather. So we just had them come out, but they didn't tell us when they were coming, and MJ had to take the car to an appointment. Oh, she, we're like, they'll probably show up as soon as you leave. And yeah, it was within 10 minutes. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll just drive the car down there. So I was like, OK, this one, I have the title and the odometer. This one, I have the title. But it's here. I don't have the odometer thing. You have to or the VIN. It's the VIN they do. And this one I don't own, but I have the odometer or the VIN, whatever. So we got to always turn my out. car off in the drive through because it makes the line to move faster. 
as soon as you mm. turn it off, then the line moves. Yeah. Mm. I always turn my truck off and drive throughs just because it's so loud. Here. So, but I'm also so getting these text hear. messages saying they're going to cancel my car's registration because unless I provide proof of in, or insurance. So I go onto the little website, put what? the stuff in, and so far it hasn't stuck. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I have insurance. Is that insurance. a county thing? I don't think so. I never asked for proof of insurance. They might. I didn't happen until we already had the cars registered for six months. I've never had them ask. I don't think that's weird. weird. Maybe my on? insurance I company notified it when you moved. When I moved, I got <clears throat> they had to resend all new insurance cards because they're they state say the state on the card. Yeah, I don't know why insurance is. I guess the state specific is different states have different requirements, requirements. for how yes, much you have yeah. to have. The liability is different. The liability right. coverage requirements is different and state to state. For the first time, I've actually dropped my card down to just liability. Mm. Well, so I figured if I get in a car accident, all it's going to do if I put a claim in is total it. Hmm. Which I don't want to do, so. I've and we were paying like $800 a month in insurance, holy so cow. I had to do something. Pay like 170 for four yeah, vehicles. Yeah, you and Gwen, no I've kids. got five people. Yeah, five. You're insuring the lamp? Oh, I need to I take my oldest off for my that. insurance. Well, we're, no, I think next year the oldest one is too old. We're trying to get him or get him off of our insurance right now. But he had a car. There was a car stolen situation, so yeah. we need to get that, that can't taken help care the of. Premium. Although we got it back, so they just had to pay for the window and the ignition repair. It's only like seventeen hundred dollars. They should of. pay for the tow and storage fees. They should, or somebody should, other than the victim. I think when I wrecked my car, they paid for that. Well, it's once that it wasn't stolen anymore. Because the car's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shouldn't be back anyway. until you're in possession of it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That'd be funny. Well, not it wouldn't be funny, but they have to total it because the tow fee is going to cost too much. More than the car. <laughs> it could happen. Oh, that's but funny. then if you got the money, I don't know. And then you got the car. And then you could just pay for the car it, and get it out. And then it feels like a, a racket to me. It is a racket. It is. Consider it be illegal. Yeah. It's like the mob. Police officer, or like, okay, just get a not kickback. have cars stolen. Give me a kickback if we don't find cars until Friday afternoon, right? And we just slide it in there and to get the Friday part rate, and then all of Saturday and Sunday, if they're closed on the weekend, and then they're call probably on Monday. trying to give people the week to get their cars off the road if they're abandoned. Before they get towed, and then they tow them before the weekend, so that's when traffic's worse. But it also has the effect of <sighs> making it more difficult to but get a car. I would bet the, the majority of abandoned hop. cars in that state in that area are stolen. Are stolen. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. probably. Did you and see the abandoned one... car like out in the middle of the loop ramp on the oh, way yeah. into Boise this morning? What? So like this big, huge loop ramp, and there's this in like the middle? Nissan Pathfinder or something, or like Armada or something, out in the very middle of it. I don't think you should be able to call it an Armada unless you have 
all a bunch of friends with the same one. <laughs> like you have to travel in packs. Or yeah. Armada. That's a good idea. Yep. So before the podcast today, I was playing uh, board games at the church um, and had a pretty good turnout. We had the two different games because we filled a table and then divided off. I think there was like, ended up being 12 of us. So I was playing a, a game. It's a trick-taking game, card game, and found out that one of the guys playing, the guy that brought the game, is the inventor of the game. <laughs> His dad started a game company it's called... Rare. Monopoly. Bex oh, Games. Hasbro. Oh, it's not Hasbro. No. But uh, the guy and his brother had come up with this game, and it's called Skull Kings, and it was really fun. Um, I was bidding zero a lot, because I had really bad cards, and I was winning with that. Because <laughs> you have to bet on what you're going to get. Well, then mm-hmm. I got like a bunch of really good cards, so I bid four, and then only got two. Mm. So I made a mistake. In fact, I was on a downslide when I left for the podcast. I was like, I have a hard out at eight so I can get to my podcast. Yeah, MJ's mom and grandma really like that game. I think uh, our brother-in-law, Donnie, yeah, likes he likes the game as well. I don't like games where you have to guess how many tricks you're going to take. Yeah, it's hard. I also don't, I don't care tricks. enough about games. That I, my problem is watching the guy trying to keep the score. Oh, I was like, I don't oh. know if I could play games where you have to keep a score. And it's like, there's bonus points. If you get your bid, then you get these bonus yeah, points around the cards. There's only certain cards. And this one does this one. And this one, I'm like. Was he doing it manually or in an app? Manually, by hand. Oh, because my mother-in-law has a well, he's phone a, app. accountant. That so he had actually had a ledger. We made the accountant to do it, but then he was getting told how to do the score and how he's doing it wrong by the creator of the game who's sitting next uh, to him. It's like, no, when I so score, it goes in the left the column. Why wasn't the creator keeping the right score? Because <laughs> it's funnier if he's not. Oh, that's funny. But anyway, I had a pretty good high... I had, like, second highest score when I left, I think. Oh. I was doing pretty well. Nice. Some guys were negative. Like, Ooh. negative points. And that's bad? Yeah, you don't want to be negative. Okay. It was fun. I had fun last night. Yeah, I'm pictures. jealous. MJ and I went to a concert here in town. So, oh my gosh. So I've been to two concerts in the last probably 15 years. One was in Auburn, Washington, which is outside of Seattle. And one was here in Idaho Falls. And... <laughs> The one here was so much nicer to get into, out of. <laughs> I bet. The entire experience was better, although both bands were really good. Um, in Auburn, I saw Ghost, and they were opened by Amon Marth, and they were really, really good. And then last night, um, the first opener, there were two openers. One was an Irish band called The Scratch. And it was just four dudes, and they played Irish punk music. It was pretty good. Nice. Um, it was interesting. Like we were five rows back from the side of the stage, and five seats from the stairs that were even with the front of the stage. Oh, nice. So we were pretty wow. close. Um, but the angle we were at 
um, the first two bands, they had these big monitors, speakers up the sides. Oh. And so we couldn't... Well, with the first band, it was just the guy on the end was blocking so we couldn't see the drummer very well. And then the second band, the drum kit was back further, and it was that those speakers were blocking our view of the drummer. But we could see the rest of the band really well. But the first band, it was just four guys. Um, the Scratch. I was looking when they had everything set up and the guys were fixed to come out. Um, there was just like a bass drum with a kick pedal at the front of the stage next to the microphones. And I was like, that's interesting. And the drum kit that was behind them was covered like it was for the next band or something, which was the case. Well, right in front or, you know, towards the back of the stage a foot from that bass drum was what looked like a rectangular speaker that was kind of facing up and towards the audience. And I was like, that's a weird spot for a monitor, you know? Well, when they came out, a guy sat down and straddled that rectangular box, and that was an electric drum kit. And he had these Ooh. weird drumsticks that came out the bottoms of his fists, and he was just beaten, and it had three spots, a bigger one and then two upper ones that he could hit. And that it's and like then rock he was band? using the kick pedal. Kinda. It was good. Says, I liked uh, it. It was interesting. You Irish should... prog rock. Okay. This is what it said when yeah. I Googled them. Check them out. Oh, prog rock fusion. Fusion. Okay. I don't know genres. I just, they, a lot of their stuff sounded like fairly punky. So, um, then the second band was Pennywise. Um, they dressed and, as clowns. No, that's what I, I said to my daughter. I was like, oh, yeah, Pennywise was there thinking she might have heard of them because they've been around for quite a while. <laughs> and she and I'm like, yeah, they they played a Ramon song. It was really good. And she's like, giving me this weird look. I'm like, oh, Pennywise is a sewer grate, a band. And she's like, OK, I, just, I was just picturing a clown. It's like, OK, Oh, they were formed in 88. Yeah, they're. And it is based, named after the, the novel. Clown? Yeah. Oh, I thought it might have been off the saying Pennywise and Pound Foolish or something. But Pound the Foolish? That sounds violent. Pound Foolish. They gave me... I had heard some of their stuff before, I think, but I'm not too familiar with them. But they reminded me of The Offspring. Hmm. But they were good. They were the 12 albums. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, and then the main band was the Dropkick Murphys, who are a Boston awesome. band that does Celtic style rock music. And they were amazing. It was really if enjoyable. If they were there next week, I would have been there. <laughs> well, next week, they're headed to like the Midwest and then yeah. the East coast. So they probably already played near you and you not really. Know. I don't think oh, really? I looked up. It was like the week before the few days before they were playing in Idaho falls. They were in like Wyoming or something. Yeah. I figured it'd be Idaho falls. They think, Oh, 
We're going to Idaho, Idaho Falls. That's going to be a big city in Idaho. Let's go there. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he was kind of making fun of Wyoming. He was like, oh, man, compared to these other... He's like, no offense, <laughs> but compared to the other podunk towns we've been in lately, you guys are awesome. <laughs> um, so the stadium here that we went to, it it's a 6,000-person arena that they play hockey in and also do like ice skating shows and then concerts obviously and they do um there's a professional bull riding two-day event coming up in a, about two months oh, I'll to go to that. so i think we're gonna hit that which you guys are welcome to come with us yeah let's know the date i think it's april 15 16 or something i don't know i'll we can look it up but uh, and there was like a motor motocross on ice event coming up. I was like, <laughs> "Holy cow!" But there's like some country co- concerts coming up this summer, and, and I want to see one of them. I thought ice. was uh somebody that D- that Masters that had mentioned he liked. I can't remember the name though. If Luke's the monster truck goes in the stands, you get to keep it. <laughs> some some some, but yeah, it was really fun. We had a good time and it like took us from the time the concert ended till we were in our house was I'm sure less than 20 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. The ghost concert from the time the concert ended till we got to our house was probably two and a half hours. And it was, I mean, the drive normally would be less than an hour. It was over an hour just getting out of the parking lot. So so I went to um, one of uh, all right, my coworkers invited me to go to a concert with her and her husband. And he was like, I'd never heard of the band, but he was super hyped about it and was like, oh, yeah, they've been around for this amount of time and these albums and they came out the new album at this time. And so it's playing. They're playing at the uh, Knitting Factory. Mm hmm. And I'd been there multiple times in high school, but hadn't been there since. And so we go up to the entrance and the per- there's a person there and like, oh, go through the the other end. Uh, you know, that concert, just go through the other entrance. It was like other entrance. OK, because you kind of go downstairs to get into the knitting factory. Mm. And they pointed to this place that was like up five or six steps to get to. We go in and that's the upstairs bar of the knitting factory is where that entrance was going into. Mm-hmm. And that's where the concert was. They wasn't in the actual knitting factory, just in the <laughs> bar space. And there was oh. like probably 40 people there. Wow. And I don't know how many times Kevin said during the concert, I don't know why there's more, not more people here. And okay. Hannah and I were like, it's because no one's ever heard of these people before. Yeah. <laughs> They have to have uh, fans. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to more entertainment experiences like that now that we live somewhere where it's not such a hassle to go to them. (laughs) Ooh, there's a fly tying slash fly fishing expo. Oh, yeah. Whoa. 
So you want to get in on that. It's hard to tie so, a fish because they're not very long compared to their width. Oh, so yep. Yeah. It de- you got to get the more flexible ones. Like an eel almost. Mm-hmm. So it looks like the PBR rodeo is right around Charlie's birthday. Oh. When we were inviting people to. Gotcha. Do. Oh. Oh, we're going to be gone. Just hire a bull for the party. We'll ride it. Brothers Osborne is playing May 18th. Oh, you know those guys? They are very good. Yes. And then that's Luke not Bryan the one is I, playing oh, August that's the one. first. That's someone yeah. you like, right? Yeah. Oh, see? He's there good. you go. One for two. He's playing in uh, whatever at the Idaho Center, just a mile and a half you from my walk. house. Oh, but I go. don't think I wanted to pay for the tickets. They were expensive. Oh, Actually, you'd probably get home faster if you walked. I think probably. So. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried to get out of there before, like after uh, Lincoln Park and stuff, and it was, although not as bad as getting in Washington. We went and saw Def Leppard, and it took us two and a half hours to get out of the parking lot. Ugh. Yeah, we that's why we just never did in Portland. There. We, I can't remember what it was. We were going to. I think it was some concert at the Moda Center. And we were sitting in line to get into the parking and it was taking so long. I was just watching the time tick by. We got there an hour before the show. And 20 minutes before the show, we had moved like 50 yards and I could see that the entrance into the place we were trying to get into was still like, you know, 10 times farther than how far we'd gone. Whoa. And so I finally just bailed and we drove and parked across the river on the other side of the river and then walked like a mile and a half over. <laughs> I think we were only like five or 10 minutes after the opener started, but it was like, it's stupid that it, we were able to park and walk faster than. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Well, that's just another reason we're loving this t- new town we're in. Excellent. And people are just so, so freaking friendly here. We <laughs> we had tacos for supper tonight, and it was kind of a spur of the moment, and we didn't have enough tortillas, so I ran to the store, and I also got like some jalap- fresh jalapenos because we didn't have any. And so now, like, four or five people at that happened to run into me there that I did not know, know that we were having tacos tonight. Cause they're like, Oh, tacos <laughs> making pico de gallo with the jalapenos. No, I just like fresh jalapenos and my tacos, you know, it was, oh, that was made, an adjustment made, for uh, Charlie soft tacos using <laughs> pita bread. I think mm, that is just a superior way to do it. I'm going to do that from now on. It was really good. Huh? Because we wanted burrito, I wanted something that I can make, and we had the ingredients for that, but we didn't have any burritos. So I was like, let's just use the pita bread. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We'll try to make it funny. 
Like always, I'm sure we will, yeah. Every time you listen, you get smart. So pay attention to this part. Technology is always moving fast. Don't let science leave you in the past. It'll blow you away, yeah. All night and day. All right, should we go on to our topic? Did anybody get my text? I did. <laughs> I did, but I didn't have time look to look at, look at it. it. Okay, I figured. It's kind of late, last minute, so I'll just uh, kind of cover it. Let's see, where did it go? Oh, right there. Look, pull it up on my... So do you know when the last time the United States landed anything on the moon? It was like 73? Yeah, I think it was 1972. Oh, was the last cool. Apollo mission, and that's the last humans that right. have been on the moon. Um, so a few other countries have landed things on the moon since then. I think China, India, Russia. Didn't one of them land theirs upside down or something? Uh, that was just recently, like maybe last month. Somebody that crashed. Realized I think it was India. How many? have land made attempts in the last year or two. Yeah. It's a big thing right now. There's kind of a new moon race. Um, I'm glad you're only 50 years behind. Yeah. Japan landed last month. Uh, Russia, China, and India. That's it. Us, the U S Japan, Russia, China, and India. So not very many. Um, So isn't it weird that the moon is round, but the earth is flat. Yeah. That's crazy how that happens. Um, so the reason there's a big new kind of space race is that there's a renewed interest in, um, having some kind of human presence off the earth on other rocky bodies besides just the space station. Space station's been great. They've done a ton of science there. They're still doing science. There's going to be science there for a long time. And the scientists seem to get along, no matter what country. Yeah. Um, the next step, though, is they want to get people onto the moon. And just transplant the Antarctican scientists. They're used to living inside. Yeah, and just mm-hmm. don't tell them. They just wake up there. Like, man, I had this crazy dream. I was being rattled. and You'd have to put, like, <laughs> fake penguins out on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> like what? robotic That's a penguins. polar bear. Bob, I told you polar bears are North Pole only. Everybody turns turns to the guy that screwed up. <laughs> you put polar bears? Oh. Yeah, so um, when the Apollo missions were going on, they all landed near the moon's equator. They were looking for more of a tropical scene, you know. <laughs> um, what, the main reason is it's fairly flat there, relatively. So it'd be easier easier to land without like falling off a cliff or, you know, ending up in a crater or something. Um, But recently there's been a lot more interest in the moon's South pole. Um, It's harder to land there because it's, there are lots of cliffs and craters and rugged terrain. 
but there's also been detected um, frozen water down there in the regolith. So if you're trying to build a base on the moon or anywhere, one of the necessary items you're going to need is water. And so the uh, the lander that just landed there it was launched on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, right? Did I read that yep. right? Yes. Okay. And it it was doing kind of a elliptical orbit of the moon where it was dipping pretty low. And then the lander um, was able to slow itself down and choose a landing site that was relatively flat and touch down successfully. So, um, yeah, it's going to do some testing. And there were at least nine different groups that have uh, scientific payloads on that module that are going to check out different things that they're going to need. Um, so this was paid for by NASA. Well, they were the main sponsor. Yeah, the other people that have science stuff on there also paid, but yeah. So, yeah, because it's a private NASA-led. Yeah, NASA organized, but then it was all private companies that built and launched everything. Which is pretty cool that we have a private company that can put something together and land successfully when other major superpowers can't their <laughs> space yeah. agencies can't successfully land stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, it takes a large cap amount of capital to do something like that, but private industry here can do it for cheaper than the government can even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have large enough companies that they can do it. Yeah. It's really cool. Cause without all the, without having people on it, it's probably fairly inexpensive to put something together that you can mm-hmm. pay to launch into space. I would hope they would try to put something together that showed that humans could make it there successfully again. You know, like have an atmosphere that is maintained and have that be one of the experiments to see if we could do it again. Because if we have hopes to go to Mars, it'd be nice to be able to have a stopover at the moon. Yeah, or at least test the gear out. Right. Yeah, it's really promising. And I'm looking forward to seeing what goes on in the next, you know, decade or so with regards to the moon and such things like this always seem like they take a really long time, just partly because the government is so involved and nothing happens quickly. Um, the main reason that is, is because their budgets are getting planned out years in advance and then they're not always getting the money that they want for different programs and there's a lot of politics involved. So a change in the presidency could totally change the entire organization's uh, budget. And when your projects take, you know, 10 years or more and halfway through your budget gets rearranged and your priorities change, it's hard to get stuff like this done. So it's cool when things happen in that environment so yeah what would you guys want to do on the moon hit a golf ball Ooh, you could potentially get that golf ball into orbit yeah unless air i mean there's no air resistance the problem would be the suit you're wearing would probably inhibit 
Yeah, you need one of those super I would, thin. I want my suit suits. designed so I really could not club. help but hit a perfect shot. Like it only hinges the way you need to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, like those a rigid suit. Things. Yeah. That would be cool. And then well, you yeah, just you can't bend down it. to pick a, put another ball on a tee. Oh, that's true. Need your friends to pick you up and turn you so the so you can set the ball on there. Yeah, that would be cool. Play catch. Know, it'd be, it'd be fun to like go there for a week or something, just to if there was like a base there that you could. That'd be fun. Yeah. I just want to do Trist. the whole skipping low grav skipping. Oh yeah, the running hop, thing. The the hop run. Yeah, it would be fun. I would want to drive one of those buggies because the, the oh, be buggies, fun. that oh, looked like yeah. a lot of fun because they're just like burning out and doing donuts and stuff. Jump <laughs> it. Jump it off a crater. Low grab jump. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be I mean, cool. Low gravity is not really good for humans, I think we've discovered, right? Long term, yeah. Yeah. So what would that do to people if they live there? They'd get... I don't sure. know. They would have to. They would definitely they'd have to taller, wouldn't they? I don't know. I they'd get different. Well, your bone dense density would go goes down. down. Your organs don't always work right. Yeah, maybe they'd have one of those gravitron things, like at the fair that spins the and entire put time. You in that for like four hours, or while you're sleeping, oh. you sleep in it. That'd be cool. Pressure uh, suits. Doesn't help with gravity. Yeah, it doesn't help with the gravity. What if your suit was just like? Because I don't think the pressure would. What if when you were? Oh. What if you were when you were inside, your clothes were like steel, and the floor was a magnet, and so it like gave you artificial gravity that way. Yeah. Well, they could have the big spinning like orbitals that. Could give you gravity simulation. Why not put build one on the moon? On the moon. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. If they just cheaper. had one that you slept in that just spun you, so it, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe you just you need to add more mass, like dig make some the moon big holes. heavier. Yeah. <laughs> or people should just get fatter before they go there. There you go. That's what we've been doing for the last 50 years. We need to get seven times fatter before you go. Yeah, back in the 70s, they were like, people are just too thin to live on the moon. Uh, give us 50 <laughs> years, we'll fatten them up. We'll tell them. <laughs> McDonald's you know, that... been on board since. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is actually a secret partner with NASA. That's right. Trying to get people heavier <laughs> so they can survive the moon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That'd be funny. That would be funny. There's only show like you have to we have to solve this anti or this fake gravity thing, right? Yeah. In order for us to be successful in like long term space travel. Yeah, yep, and my my only realistic thought was the magnet thing where your clothes are just magnetic and the floor is an electromagnet. Problem is and, like once again you still have the problem with your all your does, organs. In your blood, yeah. Yeah. It would help with your have to be a bones suit. and muscles, but... So you have to have a combination. Maybe a pressure suit to give the pressure onto your body. But then still, I mean, your organs are still affected by gravity. Yeah. Yeah. The pressure is yeah. going to have to be uniform. Or it would be hard to have a 
pressure suit that simulates that differential pressure. Grab, pressure. Yeah. Just filled with water. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but the water would also not be experiencing gravity. That's true. Maybe <laughs> the suit. Yeah. At least on the moon, there's a the little bit of gravity. Water. Yeah. So that's they better than liquid water. space station where it's microgravity. Well, on Mars, gravity is what, a third? Or a fourth? Yeah, that's not as bad. I think. It, yeah, yeah it'd be better. It's moon's still the sixth. A sixth? Something like that. I think it was said, we just need to make them heavier. More mass. The people? Yeah. No. That's why the they've planet. been. Oh. Either way, right? It's. Law of attraction, right. yeah. Based on the masses of both objects, but <laughs> but the moon, yeah, is way bigger than a person. You just dig a bunch of wells what? and you inject doubling like, the weight of a person. Heavy. Let's not make the moon heavier. Doubling the Let's weight. Let's get of... all the gold out of Earth and put it in the moon core. It's a square term. Oh, the distance is a square term. Yeah. You just add know. the masses together, I think, right? I think so. Isn't it G equals MC squared? R <laughs> or R cubed pi squared over T squared R squared? Did I hear a niner in there? <laughs> I don't know. I just happen to be on a uh Page with the talking about the gravity oh. on Mars has some equations. Force well, isn't it equals... like Europa have similar gravity to us or something? Uh, no, uh, maybe. I'd be surprised. I don't think it's probably anywhere near as heavy as Earth. Let's yeah, see. So you just yeah. multiply, you the, multiply masses the masses of the times together, together times the gravitational constant divided by the distance between them squared yeah so you can either double the mass of the moon or double the mass of the astronaut well venus has similar mass yeah and size it's very inhospitable though we just have to fix it <laughs> push it out experiment. a little bit like yeah it's it, spinning yeah. really really fast right crash it into mars with us the 90 percent of earth's gravity yeah so if you venus. just crash mars and venus together it's perfect does venus oh, have moons europa's gravity no. is 13 percent of earth so there was oh, an that's way lighter uh, yeah there was a funny uh uh i can't remember which show it was this american life maybe or radio lab one of those two where somebody had a post their kid had a poster of the solar system and it had a moon around venus called zuzve and the guy was like, that's not real. And so he looked <laughs> into it and figured out why it was on there. It was pretty interesting. Huh. I was thinking if it had a moon, you could push its moon into it to make it heavier. But if it doesn't have nope. any moon, you have to bring your own moon. Yep. Mars has two moons, but they're so small that they wouldn't help much. Yeah. But oh well. So apparently the closest Earth is Titan and Ganymede. But they're still not very much similar to. They're to Earth. closer than Mars's. Uh, this might just be moons. Oh, 
Oh, it says there's any planet or moon in the solar system that has the same gravity as Earth. We're very close. Uh, apparently, Saturn. What? That doesn't seem right. Oh, we could have Saturn. That would have... Oh, that's practically the same. <laughs> it's it's a gas giant, right? So it's way yeah. less dense. Less dense. So that must be the the gravity at the surface. Outside of is, the yeah. Point nine, cloud. point nine, I guess. Let's put those two together. That'll average out. Yeah. Uh, according to this, Ganymede's mass is only uh, 0.025 Earth mass. Whoa. Which is, yeah, that's more than Europa. Yeah, which 0. 0. 1, 1, 1, 0.146 G surface gravity yeah does so not seem there's enough. no moon close to earth that's what they're saying so yeah our moon is kind of close our so you meant close size as far as best gotcha um wow huh. and in fact our moon is like kind of big it is big compared to other i mean compared to like relative size to earth compared to other ones just don't let it hear you talking to it about it like that. <laughs> it's sensitive. That's right. It has a complex. So I guess our moon has the closest gravity to Earth. I guess of moons. Of moons. Yeah. Well, so it's point one six five. Okay, so g. So it's point oh. It has less mass. I need to have multiple pages open at once. <laughs> I think it has less mass than. Ganymede, but higher gravity because it's smaller. The density will affect it. How yeah. the closer you yeah, are right. to the the, the more radius dense. of the body will affect its surface gravity. Surface gravity. That's what I keep yes. telling my doctor. That's why I'm yeah. short. That's why short, I'm so attractive. So you being shorter means the more dense I get, the more attractive I am. Surface gravity is higher. Higher. Yep. For my mass. I'm not fat. I'm just close to the earth. <laughs> uh, we're tight. Me and earth. I'm not that big. My relative gravity to earth is nothing. <laughs> uh, stop calling me a moon. <laughs> okay, and that's technology. Sounds like somebody has consumption. Fairly, <laughs> that was that was weak. But it, I'm feeling pretty good. That's why. I mean, oh yeah, nobody's actually. Well, we're talking successfully about exercised three days in a row. Whoa, that's drinking the more water. Of media we're talking about here. My head's lighter because I cut two inches off my beard. Oh, yeah, At I'm least. gonna feel weird when I finally cut my hair. I need to cut my hair too. It's getting. Uh, 
Yep, me too. I have to comb it. I yeah, when I have to brush my hair, actually, I've just been (laughs) condition and brush it. Yeah, no, I've been letting it curl more lately. I stopped brushing it. But uh, the thing is, I always kept it short when I was riding my motorcycle every day because I would get up, shower, and then mm. put my helmet on with it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely gives you helmet hair. So I would just keep my hair short. Well, my new city, I can't ride my motorcycle in the winter. So I haven't worn my helmet in a couple months. So I haven't cut my hair in a couple months. So everybody here just thinks I have long curly hair, which oh, I guess yeah. I technically do. You do, <laughs> so, but not normally. What I don't like is when I shampoo my hair for like the next day. It's like I feel like when I turn my head, it like lags, and I can feel <laughs> it. Like I don't like that. Yeah, that's why I shampoo on like Saturday. Then by Monday, it's kind of back to normal. Yeah. Um, I watched two movies, and they're. One's the sequel of the other. And they guess both which one? Good. So based on that, tell me what I watched. No. The first I, one was called The Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh. It had a character an actor from Star Wars in it. Nice. Um Samuel L. Jackson. He oh, was the hitman. And he was he'd been arrested. And um his wife was also in jail. And they gave him a deal that if he testified about this um, Soviet bloc, you know, former Soviet bloc countries, presidents, um, international crimes, that they would let his wife go. Well, there was a mole in Interpol and his convoy that was bringing him to The Hague from London got attacked. And so one of the Interpol agents called the this bodyguard that she was formerly in a relationship with so that he, an outside person from Interpol could collect him, the hitman, and get him to The Hague in the Netherlands. And the bodyguard is played by Ryan Reynolds. And so you can imagine the hilarious situations. Oh, and the hitman and the bodyguard have a history and they do not like each other. So there's a lot of, you know, uh, enmity there. Animosity. Yes. Animosity. Enmity. Yep. So that was the first one in the second one. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character has been kidnapped by, in Italy by like these gangsters. And so his wife calls Brian Reynolds to help her get him. And they end up having to kind of go undercover to stop somebody from selling these bombs or something. I don't know. Second one wasn't quite as good as the first one. And the plot doesn't really matter so much. Was it in New York? No, it was in Italy. That's why. Yep, they should have done Sequels it in New York. Sequels have to be in New York. Yep, but they're worth watching. 
I guess that's just weird when our um, when Mr. Pold's not here, it kind of throws yeah. the groove off. So, in my um, attempt to watch as many James Bond movies as I can with my son, we watched The Spy Who Loved Me this past weekend. It's another Roger Moore James Bond. Uh, the premise is there's a bad guy. He's like a like a really rich guy that gave kind of a Captain Nemo vibe mm. where um, he develops this thing that can track nuclear submarines. Ooh. And uh, a Russian sub and an Ameri- or a British sub both go missing. And so James Bond and a uh, Russian spy have to team up. Oh, nice. Try to solve it. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Oh, so check I that watch out. Nineteen as submarines. Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, they're really weird too. Like the British one had some weird design features. I thought, huh. and then yeah. uh, there is also an American sub in there too, which is weird because it had the same number as the Thresher, but oh. it was the uh, it wasn't named that. It was something else, huh. which I thought we- could be a shout out to uh, the U.S. Navy's last lost submarine, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah. oh, that summary number looks familiar. So I looked it up. I was <laughs> like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, we just watched Hunt for Red October the other night. That's a good one. A good I one. should watch it again. I like submarines. Cool. That's the first streamed movie I watched on Netflix was Hunt for Red October. Oh, cool. It took eight hours <laughs> with buffering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look at four minutes and then have to buffer for 20 minutes. Um, and then I went to four different stores, I think one, two, oh, only three stores, sorry, went to Walmart, Best Buy, and then finally found it after searching all over the place at Target. I bought Dune 2021 on DVD mm. and Blu-ray. It's a twofer. You get both two discs. I'm like, why on earth would I, at this watch point, the DVD, DVD, watch the DVD, have a Blu-ray? <laughs> Give it to your friend. Yeah, I, I guess could. you could. But it wasn't. Now they have like, like Blu-ray, and then they have 4K, right? So you can get actually yeah. higher quality than the 1080p. Yeah. Yep. They didn't have that, but the this two disc set was only ten dollars. Oh, that's free. Which was not bad. Yeah, and last time I tried to watch this movie that I bought on Am- I bought it on Amazon, so I have it streaming available. It kept on buffering and crashing. I'm like, well, this is stupid. I want to watch this movie. Um, so yeah, we watched. I watched it last night with my friend, and I'm willing to watch it again if anyone wants to watch it before we go see the second one here in a week. Mm. I see. Um, and then my wife was gone this past week, so and I'm too soft of a person, so. My kids had the computer and the TV, <laughs> so I was on the small TV in my bedroom and watched a Netflix show called House of Ninjas. Mm. It's eight episodes. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. When I first started it, I was like, I don't really feel like reading, so I'll just put on the dubbed version. Mm-hmm. Um, and five minutes in, switched back to the regular <laughs> Japanese Went to subbed because I don't know what it is. I feel like they have the same four people do all Japanese mm-hmm. dubbed voices and they make them cartoony, outlandish, and sound like they're clowns. <laughs> and as soon as you switch to the Japanese, you're like these people sound like normal people. 
<laughs> they can actually get the their like emotion Inflection. out of it, and not like yeah, like oh yeah. my gosh, these guys are doing a horrible disservice to the Japanese people with your dubbed performances. It's well, bad. why don't we start a dubbing company? I don't know if we're sure if we could do any better. I don't know. Yeah, if they got an actor Japanese, that had the so same voice, similar thing. <laughs> well, they would give you like a transcript. Oh, I can do that. Right. You would I mean, you don't have to know the language to dub it because you're dubbing no. it to English and you know English. Do I? Uh, <laughs> I would think you do it Um But the premise is that, um, and it's funny, it's House of Ninjas, but every time someone says ninja, people correct them to Shinobi. It's like no one says ninja. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a family that's a well, shinobi family. We do. That is that works Obi-Wan for the government. Shinobi? Yep. But they work for the government. And they're like the I, last. I have what? a problem. So What's is problem? ninja just the American word for shinobi? Or is that something totally different? No, I think that's a layman's term in Japan for shinobi. So who cares? It means the same thing. <laughs> so anyways, there's a dad and a mom. one shinobi. And a grandma. And then this family. Um, the oldest son um, gets stabbed through the middle and falls into the water, causing the second oldest son to think that he should be res- he's responsible for it somehow. Um, and it's set up so that there's the Fuma, which are the bad shinobi, is the main rival to Awara. I can't remember what the other one was. The good guys. Well, the good guys. But the good guys work for the government and they're kind of told what missions they have. So I've, it felt a lot like the way the Sith and the Jedi were set up. Where first you're like, oh yeah, the Jedi are great. And then you're like, oh wait. The Jedi force weird things onto their followers. Like they're no... You can't love anybody. You can't have possessions at all. You can't all these different things, um, like which is for our government, which is how the Shinobi were set up this family. They're like, they can't tell anyone that they're Shinobi or them and the person they tell are eliminated. Uh, you can't have relationships unless they're set up specifically to create new Shinobi. Say, it's hard to have a family. Right. The mom and dad, of the family were originally like, they were arranged marriage uh, from Shinobi, whatever houses. But yeah, and the Fuma don't, they do, do whatever they want, but they're also evil because they're trying to just kill normal people and take over the government or whatever. But the government also, you can tell is not good either. You're like, I don't know who to root for in this. <laughs> I want the family to wipe out the government agency agents that are controlling them. So where um, does the carpentry come in? They don't. They're uh well, their house is falling apart. Oh, so it's so you not come very in. They, they've they're not building uh, a house. No, they, this family is actually retired because their oldest son has been killed. So they retired from ninjaing. Although mm-hmm. the mom is using her ninja skills to get a thrill by stealing stuff from the shop, or the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Like she'll pick stuff up and drop it into her sleeve, and then she goes home and just unloads all the stuff that she's sitting mm-hmm. on her person. Um, the second oldest son was has a job loading vending machines. But it seems one part, his partner who drives the truck and he loads the vending machines is like doing something on the other side of the truck and he's just grabbing a soda or whatever, chucking it like 10 feet away straight into the vending machine in the slots. Oh. 
Nice. Until the guy comes around the truck and he goes around and puts the last one in. He's like, you're done already? <laughs> um, Works oh, yeah, smarter, the, not harder. The shinobi also can't eat meat. Oh, man. That's another thing they do. And so the second old son is like breaking all the rules. He's got this eyes on this girl at this uh, this restaurant that he sees totally after work. Eat her. He eats like beef noodle stuff. So he's eating, and that's because apparently beef. other shinobi can smell. Like if you have eaten meat, they oh. can smell you. Yeah. Meat eater. That's right. So that's really good. I really recommend this this TV show. It was really fun. I liked it a lot. What if I don't speak Japanese? Then read the English dub oh. or subbed. Thought maybe the subtitles were in Japanese too. You can get that also. <laughs> if you're hard of hearing in Japanese. Oh, gotcha. But I recommend Then you song. can do your own dub. Yeah, I can read it to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we should redo dubs of movies. That oh, yeah. Dubbed poorly. Oh. The, and release the some, daughter like, riff tracks. The daughter in the family, she uses her ninja skills to steal things from um like art exhibits and then return them oh. three days later. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And then the, the youngest son, who I think is like eight years old or nine, so he's never been trained. And he does he he thinks his family's normal, but not. Um, oh, and then their grandma's there, and she's like a retired shinobi, and she's a stickler for the rules, and she's laughing constantly at stuff. It's, it's funny. But I highly recommend. Sounds interesting. It's on Netflix. And it only takes eight hours to buffer each episode. Yep. It only takes eight hours to watch it. I watched it over like three days. Oh. Speaking of buffering, I watched <laughs> Buffer the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, we had a slave vampire buffer. Our sister and Rachel and her husband come over for lunch on last Saturday. And we played some games. Um, And then after they, uh, Rachel and Donnie had another commitment. So they had to leave. And DVD stuck around and we played Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, Legendary Encounters. Oh game it's a deck building game um in the same realm as the like legendary marvels and the alien encounters game they they have have. x-files one they do they have a uh i had to stop charlie from ordering the (laughs) hundred dollar uh oh no scratch that she ordered the firefly (laughs) version oh and i had to stop her from spending another hundred dollars on a second i was like no let's get the firefly she one. Sent one to me what that one first. What was she said to me i can't remember I know, what there's she a, said to me. a predator one that we want to get maybe it's a predator one um oh, we watched anyway with our so kids the other night it was we fun. ended up watching we had never seen the buffy the vampire slayer oh, movie james bond they have a james oh bond. really yeah you um, seen the movie? I had not seen the movie. I like the movie. I thought it was had come out. I guess I didn't I was realize it was. It came out before the TV show, and the mm-hmm. TV show takes place right after it. Yeah, that it's a. I've never seen dir- the TV show. A direct follow up. Oh, so we watched the really movie, 
and the movie was not very good. Uh, what? I did not. Oh my go to. We always the, watched it when we came over to our cousin's the, house. We'd go rent it. Actress that played Buffy was so inconsistent in her uh, like abilities? commitment to oh what character she was going to be in yeah, any given scene. But that one scene, vampire's whether... death was hilarious. You got to give me that. <laughs> There, it was there were some funny things in it, but it was just like, I don't know. So then afterwards, we started watching Buffy the show, What's which that on? we had uh, Hulu, I think. Oh, commercial bill. Oh, Hulu is one that we don't have commercials. So we like watching stuff on it. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so we started, we watched the pilot, and I was like, okay, this is so much better. <laughs> but I also hadn't realized going into the show, having not seen the movie, that it takes, like, she just moves to this new town from the other town, and that all of the stuff that they talk about in her past was from the movie. Hmm. Um, so there was a lot more tied in to them together than I realized um, we did catch a error, a continuity error what? in like episode five or something of Buffy. So she is a senior in the movie. She is a sophomore in the TV show. Oh. Well, they which, wanted to have the TV show go longer. Yeah. So I knew we knew that happened. So that was kind of a continuity error. But then in her grades were that bad that when she went to a new, yeah, she didn't she have any requirements. Two years. She didn't have any requirements for the graduation requirements for the new place. Well, no. So there's an episode where somebody looks up her like student profile on the computer and like the screen 22. that. The screen that shows up at first has her birthday as October 24th, 1979, which would have and it said she was a sophomore. And then it shows this the person like copies and pastes it or something. And when it reloads the screen, it says her birthday is May 6th, 19. 77 and she's a senior so it's like they made that they made that image before they decided to go back and make her younger (laughs) and then they replaced it in one scene but not the other scene that's great so it was funny but they didn't just change the year they changed the day and the month too which was weird i i bet i could find the entire series on dvd probably probably when I was looking for Dune, I found Star Trek The Next Generation, the entire thing. 100 bucks at Walmart. Oh. I was really tempted. I've gotten in the habit of just buying CDs that I wish I had, that I used mm-hmm. to have. Um, and so we were talking about something. And $60 we were dollars at the, Walmart. We were talking about how good the uh, Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Buffy. All of Buffy. Oh. That's not bad. And, um, so I ordered the. I went on eBay and ordered the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Oh, I have that. Oh yeah, CD. <laughs> Which I've got. I don't have that. I think CD I used to I've have, got, but that was my first CD I ever had. Nice. I have two that I bought at the same time. It doesn't it count. Tony, 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 Sons of Soul, and Color Me Bad, Time and Chance. Mm. That Target. 
in Fairfield, California. <laughs> I got mine as a gift in Ontario, Oregon. Nice. What was the last CD you bought? We almost bought one Romeo the other and day. Juliet soundtrack. I just said my daughter. I haven't bought a CD in quite some time, but I do. I have been buying vinyls. The last vinyl I mm. bought was Ghost. They have those locked up at Walmart here behind glass and the key. Oh, all the vinyl. I wouldn't weird think to go look there for vinyls. We were at Barnes and Noble with Rachel and Donnie. Ooh. And they have the big vinyl section, so. Do they have the small ones, too? No, they're all big. Oh. I do have a small vinyl, though. Is that a single? It's, it's, it is a single. There's a track on each side, and it's 45 RPM. I remember getting one, a small one at, like, McDonald's when we were kids. Oh, yeah. It's, uh... So I need to do some surgery on my record player because I have two albums, including that single, where the limit switch is reached before the end of the track. Weird. So when the arm gets close to the center of the record, it stops spinning. And for some reason on those two records... It stops spinning before the r- track is done. So oh, yeah. I need to go in and adjust the limit switch. And it's, well, one of them is that single by Ghost. <laughs> and so I'm like, ah. Can't even listen to the whole thing. Can't even listen to that one s- song on one side. The other side is fine because it must be shorter. But the other one is uh, that Ghost Riders in the Sky song the Johnny Cash version. It's that mm-hmm. one. I re- I really like that song. And then it cuts off before the end. Like, ah! is, it, is it like, is it adjustable? Like, do you know if it's adjustable or you're just going to see? I'm assuming there's some kind of limit switch in there that I can just adjust. I haven't taken it apart yet because I was fixing to the other day. And MJ was like, my parents are coming this weekend. And I want to make sure the record player works when they're here. Cause we use it all the time and they're, they like vinyls too, so mm. yeah. All right. Losing ain't easy. No, you take it from me. I have spent my days wasted with everyone watching me. I wait for moments. Does anybody have any nerd cred? Of course. Take her away. I don't know if I talked about this already, but my kids brought in a clipping out of a knitting magazine and said, Mom wants you to make this for her. And like, I don't know how to small. make magazines. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a produce it's, paper. It's a rocking footstool with storage inside. Rocking foot. Oh, so when you're rocking in your rocking chair, the footstool. Rocks no, it's basically rocks. adjustable. So no matter how you're sitting, your feet can be comfortable. Oh, oh so it, it pivots. 
Yeah, it's got two rocking feet. So you put your feet on there and it stops wherever your feet are. So you could what, rock it, I suppose, but where does the knitting come in? Um, you it's, can, it's got an openable lid. So this cushion opens up and there's like a space, like it's like an inch and a half by deep. And you keep like your knitting in there inside. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out why you were going to be knitting this project. No. So I've built it. Oh, um, in the process, I almost broke my finger. Uh, uh, so I bought the three quarter by, or I guess one by two poplar boards. I got six foot lengths, so they fit in the mm-hmm. truck easy. Um, not very expensive, but I realized, so I had made uh, one of the feet. I cut with my jigsaw and then spent a lot of time sanding it so it was smooth and would rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'll make the other one on the router table. Mm. Well, I didn't think about it until it flew out of my hands, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going the right direction on this. I did realize I had my router in the table backwards, which made the d- doesn't affect this rotation at all. But yeah, I thought maybe for a second, I was like, wait, is that what's going on? Um, so then I tried it again, and it shot out and hit my finger, um, nicked me a little <laughs> bit, but it didn't break this. I guess it did break the skin a little bit. Um, and I realized oh, the way this board is cut, trying to route a radius, I'm cutting on the end grain, like Mm. legit end grain. And that's a no-no with the kind of cutting bit I have. It's just Mm -hmm. a straight cutting bit. They have some that are, you know, double helixed in different directions, so it it doesn't try to pull it out of your hand or chatter. Or this one does that really badly. Um, In fact, the last time it launched it, before I gave up, I did finally get like somewhat of a shape, but it's all chittery and chunks tore out of it. Mm-hmm. And it finally flew across and hit something. And then I picked it up and it was cracked. Mm. So I scrapped that, um, put the blank I made onto a piece of MDF, which doesn't have a grain. It's just wood glued. It's gluten free sawdust, basically. Sawdust with a glue that's just pressed into a shape. Um, so I made the feet out of that, mm. which um, my wife doesn't want it painted. She wants it just like clear coated. But I was like, well, they're the feet. I guess you won't see them that often. <laughs> so I'll just clear coat the whole thing. Um, I haven't hooked the lid on yet because we need to still make the cushion and make the and line the inside. Um, she picked out the material she wants on the inside. So I'll. Put that in, and then I gotta buy a cushion material. <laughs> um, but yeah, I use my tools a lot making that, and then I'm really close to getting my last or my second, my youngest son's treasure chest. I've got his the lid, and I had a brilliant idea because the last one I had a hard time getting the lid to fit. I had to do a lot of sanding. Well, this time I had the box there, so I just put electrical tape over the corners. Not like mm-hmm. the blue painter's tape over the corners uh, where the yeah. glue is going to be. And just the long stringers I just clamped to the box and then put the sides in and then shimmed them with old Pokemon cards, which is what I use for shims, mm. until they were level and then glued and clamped it. So it should be the same exact shape as the box it's going to mm. sit on. Nice. So I thought, this is brilliant. And then... Um, 
yeah, did use the router for a bunch of the support pieces, the curved MDF support pieces. Um, so I'm just in the gluing up phase, and then that'll be ready to... I tried... I was going to try to make... I had slats on the other ones. I was going to try to make a, just a curved piece. But I, am I testing with it? I kept on, it kept on cracking as I was trying to... Mm. I could soak it in water and use steam to get it to take a new shape. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And I want this to be done because I still have one more after that. And then I realized after I built this thing for my wife, I was like, this is a treasure chest that rocks. It's small <laughs> and short. <laughs> so everyone's getting a treasure chest. Nice. Except for you. Except for, I have one already. Oh. I need to finish my bookshelf backpack. Need you to need to make, so here's what our idea was. A s- small version of the Quidditch gear chest from Harry Potter okay. yeah. that you can put your Harry Potter oh, no. game in. Oh, oh you got my cool. brain going. Okay, let me write that down. That's what MJ and I were thinking. And we thought you were the guy to do it. Quidditch so. gear box for Harry Potter. Yeah. But you have to design it so it's big enough for all of the expansions. All the expansions. Both. Yeah. Two expansions. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, we have both of them in the box the original came in. So. Well, I, actually, I would we, build it. What I would do is I'd build it to the size it actually is in the movie. Mm. As close as I could get it. I wouldn't do that. I would have make a it as small as possible so that it okay. was not unwieldy. That's true. It was kind of big, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. But still to this day, every time someone sees it in my treasure chest, like, how did you get that wood to bend like that? And I was like, mm. it's cut in profile and just glued together. Mm-hmm. It's laminated. It's not. I haven't experimented with bend a warping wood yet. I haven't bent yeah. bent wood yet. Like, oh, that's not metal? No, I just painted with metal spray paint. <laughs> anyway. Nice. All right. If you have any chest suggestions for DVD, send an email to engineerdyshow at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for Engineerdy Show and check out our website, theengineerdyshow.com and get yourself a freaking awesome Engineerdy Show t-shirt like the one I was wearing just the other day. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. Bye. So you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again I'm not fat, I'm just...
I'm not crap fat. I'm just closer <laughs> to the earth than you. <laughs> Most guitars are made of trees with some L for the strings and some frets and tuny things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.